Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, Steve. Hey, John. Hey. I listened to little Frank Sinatra last night. Uh, Frank Sinatra radio as uh, as I was doing a couple projects around the house and was waiting for a little Sammy Davis to come on. But it was very love him, bam. Anyway, anyway, aw, are you missing the family yet? Uh, missing, you know that. I just I'm like one one night by the middle of the evening. I was like, okay, now what do I do? And then I was like, oh, that's right. Lou left me with a project list of like 86 projects for me to do. Well, you asked for him. I got through a few of them. We made some progress, uh, but uh, but yesterday was our 15 year wedding anniversary, and so you know it was funny. Lou was out of town for the wedding anniversary. She left, and so I called her on the way into work, and you know obviously we're not doing anything for our anniversary right now. She's on this spur of the moment trip to see her best friend, which is great. Kids are at camp. It's just like I'm just hanging out, and I called her and I was like, man, it's kind of crazy. Right, like fifteen years. We're like we're like old people now. We're an old married couple. We've been married fifteen years, and then we were just recounting some of the things that we have gone through. Some things, really tough times early in our marriage, and then other ups and downs throughout the span of our marriage. So, I post this thing on Instagram yesterday, and I was I was sort of like taken aback by the responses that I got because you know usually on an anniversary, like you're supposed to do like the really gushy post of like. How was I so blessed to have this man into my life? You know, that kind of thing. Sure. But anyway, I put this out and I just had like, I was thinking of what we have been through and then I was thinking of other struggling couples. So if you have struggled in your marriage or you feel like it is currently struggling, what I'm going to do, I'm going to read you this. It should only take about a minute, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to read you this post. (laughs) I'm going to read you this post and then I want to tell you about what some of the responses I got that sort of surprised me. Okay. Okay? Cute picture. No, No sappy music needed. Okay. Uh, there was a picture that I posted of my wife and I. I had a mustache at the time. It was awesome. And We're both was... frowning in the picture. Yep, very cute. So I say, this is a picture of two broken, messed up people who have been married for 15 years. So rather than the obligatory gushy post, let me offer an encouragement to any married couples out there whose marriage is struggling. Hang in there. It's worth it. Now, in case any of you see us on social media and you assume that everything is perfect for us, let me assure you, it is not. Not with us or anyone else that you might see and silently compare your own life to. I do that too. Our, our marriage has experienced heartbreaking lows and euphoric highs. We've had to extend grace and forgiveness to one another more times than we could count. She, by any measure, has had to extend more forgiveness and grace to me, but eventually, invariably, grace and forgiveness is a two-way street. If you find that your own marriage right now has lost the flame, chances are You've come across a blog, a self-help book, or a well-meaning friend who's given you the advice to do what makes you happy. Ultimately, your happiness is what matters most, right? Yeah, about that. Mm -hmm. I'm here to offer a differing opinion. Your own individual happiness is not what matters most. Neither is mine, for that matter. The idea of marriage can become revolutionary, however, when you realize it's ultimately not about your happiness. 
It's a bigger, better, and higher calling than that. It's about bringing two broken, messed up people together and committing to a life that will be full of potholes and spinouts. It's about sacrificially, actively loving your spouse, aiming to put their needs ahead of your own. And when gone about the right way, an even richer happiness might just find you after all. Hmm. When executed properly, and this takes a ton of work, marriage can be a wonderful expression of God's love and grace for us, which we get to experience through the person on earth that we love the most. And that's a pretty powerful thing. Now, everything I mentioned is much easier said than done, but it doesn't make it any less true. Good things take hard work. The best things take the most work. So if your marriage is struggling, don't give up. God loves a good redemption story, and our marriage is living proof. Oh, Steve. To that end. That is beautiful. I get these responses. I, I have over a 1,000 comments on Instagram, like 400 more on Facebook, tons of shares of this. And what really, what I was taken aback by is that how many people felt, first of all, how many people said, I needed to hear this exact thing in this exact moment? Yep. I mean, there were so many people who, who were just saying that my marriage right now needs this and needs to know that it's not about, am I feeling happy today or is he or she feeling happy today? It's about something bigger than that. It's about this 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 commitment that we've made and journeying with each other and all of that. And what I was really, I think, surprised by was how many people, I, I, I love a self-help book. I love <laughs> self-help books. I'm sorry, I'm reading a comment that's very funny. Is it about my mustache? No, it just, can I just interrupt for one yeah. second? Thanks for the reminder. Quarantine has been hard. After reading this, I guess I won't smother him with a pillow tonight. <laughs> there were a ton of funny comments. Oh, man. And then these other ones of people just saying, like, this is so me. But what I was surprised, I was surprised at the part that resonated with people was that we live in this era where all of these self-help books are about self-actualization and surrounding yourself with people who make you the best you and uh, allow you to get closer to whatever you think happiness is. And we put self up on a pedestal. And marriage, by its very definition, is the opposite of that. It is about esteeming the other person ahead of you. And when both people are doing that, it really becomes a beautiful thing. But again, I go back to it just takes so much bloody work, but it doesn't make it any less true. But there's all the pop psychology, which is about the pursuit of happiness. And does he make you happy? Does she make you happy? And so many people, though, were surrounded by it, were reaching out saying, thank you for saying something that doesn't have to do with my happiness or my own self-actualization or how is this person helping me feel like I'm the best me right now? In reality, it is much messier than that. It's there. It's not nearly as sexy a topic to write about, which is just commitment through really great ups and really awful downs. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was just so taken aback at how many. And and one woman who said she sent me a message. I know we're out of time. She said, um, "I read this, and this was me two years ago. I stood in court with my heart broken into a million pieces as my husband and I were about to finalize a divorce. And then she said, but thankfully for grace, us learning forgiveness." We are now uh, married two years later. And they, I mean, they were there. They were in right. the courtroom. Oh, man. And there was a redemption story. And by the way, they're extenuating circumstances of abuse and things like that, that this is not referencing that. Right, but it's talking course. about the other things. So I was just blown away. So if you're, if you're struggling, stay in it. You got this. It doesn't have to be over.
You are so However, wise. However, this segment does. This segment is definitely over. It's done. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk nature <laughs> and another black bear story, if you can no. believe that. Coming Either. up next on My Talk. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve show, where we've got nature news. <laughs> oh, boy. We do. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. Hey, bear. A man is healing. Oh, no. After a black bear entered a home's open door late Friday night, threw him to the ground in a panicked escape attempt. So it's a fish and game wildlife biologist. Uh, uh, well, no, this person actually said that this is rare. Um, but they've been, so. they've been more frequent. This is in Juneau, by the way. Wait, the, wait, hang on. Did the, the bear enter this guy's house? The bear? No. So... I'm going to tell you the story from the perspective of a friend who happened to be at his dude friend's house. Okay. 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 The fish and wild, uh, the game wildlife guy was asked for a comment and he said it's unusual, but the encounters have been more frequent than normal in Juneau because natural foods are limited. So there's a lack of berries right now. Fish Mm. is limited. So that's why they're kind of. There's not many tourists because of the pandemic, so they're not as skittish around people. Sure. So this guy has like 10 kids, okay? They're all in the living room. His friend, Brandon Brandon McVeigh, is telling the story. He says, the bear walks in Mm -mm. through an open door. He walks past us toward the kids. (gasps) One of the children, a two-year-old, Oh my gosh. Even reached out to pet the bear. Sure, they look fuzzy. Yes. Before the mother realized what was happening, grabbed the baby, ran into a bedroom. The other kids scrambled under a table and a nearby couch. So this guy and his friend, so it's Brandon and Norm, they began yelling at the bear. Hmm. And the bear rears up and lunges at them. He jumps up, basically hits the friend. He uh, kind of threw an elbow at the same time, and the bear sat him right down. The other oh, guy's no. thrown to the floor. And then the bear flees through the home's open door into its like um, this entryway where oh, it was gosh. trapped. So now the bear is trapped, and it tears up a wall before ripping a window from the frame and escaping through the opening. Now this was um this guy suffered three puncture wounds on his chest, deep Jeez. scratch scratches across his chest and shoulders. Um this is very unusual, but oh anything that involves homes and bears coming in, they're usually empty houses. Right. So this is a male adult bear. It remains at large. No bear. bear. Then a younger bear um, that was recently in that area hmm. was raiding garbage cans and it was captured in a nearby trap over the weekend and euthanized. Oh, geez. And there's an unusually high number of black bears this year, they say. So what's going out? What's going on? Out I there? don't know. Is this is this this is feeling 2020, isn't it? It sure is. It it is. It's like what else? Sharks, bears, yeah, murder just, hornets. Murder hornets. Remember that? Jeez, I do remember that. Beehives. Beehives. I know. We identified the bees this morning. They were wasps. 
Oh no! Yeah, poor so kids. That did the uh, there was the bee sting incident at camp last night that I was talking about in hour one. Yeah, not 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 great. So if you're feeling a little, maybe toward like wasps or hornets, you feel really irritated. Maybe toward spiders, they scare you, and you're just like, oh gosh, get her away. Gross. There is a video game that you might find somewhat cathartic to play. Oh, it's God. a spider squashing house demolishing game called Kill It With Fire. And it's coming later this month. They describe it on PCGamer.com as a bonkers first-person game about arachnophobia and proportional response. Hmm. You essentially, there's a spider gets into your house and then you can spray it with a fire gun. You can switch it out and now you have a revolver and you're killing the spider so you're not going against other humans or troops or it's not a battle no aliens it's about the thing that people who are deeply afraid of insects like spiders could do and they would just when they like ah hit it with a paper or something like that they're thinking oh my goodness i would if i had a anything i would kill it with this kill it with fire it's the name of the game mm, that sounds really inhumane it adds a new mission where players can explore the kitchen, the laundry room, and garage to encounter new spiders, complete new objectives, and find new equipment. Ew. Um, each mission now features an arachno gauntlet with a unique challenge. Cheese puffs now come in multiple flavors, which can transform spiders into new types of spiders. No. Exciting new upgrades, Donna, mm -hmm. to this game. It's going to include a radar display on the spider tracker. You can get an energy drink as one of the equipment things that can help to boost your energy as you try to get them. Remember that. Um, a frying pan you could hit them with? No. I feel bad. I, listen. I know. I know. I mean, like, what? We're supposed to kill them just because they exist? I know. Listen, you're not alone. I'll invariably get an email from PETA today. But I'm afraid of spiders. What do you do? Do you, I don't, I'm not a spider scooper. I have become more kind towards spiders in my older age but when they're in the house i'm not like someone get me a cup i need to dispose of him back in the preserve i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I just kill him with like a flip-flop. I don't know. What, remember, am I going to jail now? Remember that feature that was, was it on Instagram where moms were doing this to their kids? Like they were, oh no, it was on Snapchat where they could put a spider, like a virtual spider on oh. like the kid's head and kids would be oh, crying yes. and they're like, yeah, and they're like slapping their heads. How cruel is that? I don't like kid pranks. You know, I don't like pranks on kids. I think I'm going to agree with you because they don't have the understanding yeah. that we have. And like, then you're kind of breaking a bit of the trust, the parent to child trust, you know, there yeah. was a family years ago on YouTube and then they got some real big backlash, but they would do all of these pranks on these kids. And at times like 
the kids are crying and they're nervous. They think they broke something or something like that. And then at the end, they're like, ha ha. And I'm like, boy, that seems jerkish in behavior. Yeah. Like the, the whole Jimmy Kimmel thing with the Halloween candy. Yeah. I'm not even a fan of that. You know? Yeah. Maybe I'm being uptight. I don't know. Well, you know, I so my best friend growing up was my next door neighbor and her dad scared me so much because he was very sarcastic he was playfully sarcastic as a lot of people on the east coast tend to be because it's just the way most people are yeah i'm walking here i mistook sarcasm for meanness because as a child you don't have an understanding of what that is you don't understand it as humor sure you see it as being yelled at oh so much so that to the point that I'd go to church, too, and if the priest were talking too loudly, I'd be like, Mom, why is the priest always yelling? Because he's passionate, you know? Yeah, right. You got to give kids time to, like, <laughs> fully develop in that area. Hey, speaking of nature, Donna. Yeah. Getting back to nature. Um, I know that you own a fake llama. Someone was like, forgot to get you a gift and last minute sent you some print off certificate that said you own a llama in, you know, Topeka or whatever. Rude. Anyway, um, take a look. I just texted you a picture. Okay. And this is a picture that I just got a minute ago. All right. I will From my brother-in-law, this. Dave. Oh, hey, Dave. And uh, <gasps> it's my son, Grayson. Oh What's he doing? Oh, my God. He's hugging. Oh, my God. He's so tall. He's hugging a llama he around is. the neck. Boy, that llama's just looking like, all right, kid, have we had enough here? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's very cute. Now, that's at Carlson's Llama Farm. Love it. In uh, in Waconia, where you can go, and then they let you just, they, like, give you a llama, and then you get to walk the llama. I love it. Llamas yes. are cool. That's what I'm really going to miss about the State Fair this year, the llamas. I mm. love alpacas. They're very, um, they have a lot of personality. You know, whenever... is alpaca like the spunky cousin of the llama? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's differences, but um, usually the you could tell by their heads. This is like an ostrich and an emu. Right? There you they're, go. They're si- similar but not the same. You got it, buddy. Dude, your kid is getting so big. Yeah, there's a little. Well, he is. That's a little bit of an angle too that might make him look a little tall. But he is getting bigger. He's I mean, getting they're, bigger. They're growing. You sure? Have you been to Carlson's? Uh, no, but I'm going to go now. You would like it, you know, and when you do it, you can stop by my house. It's, oh, um, you know, wait. it's right down the street from me. So are they down the street right now? Yeah, they're, yeah, like 15 minutes away or something like they that. They are? They only it, went camping for a night? Well, the campground is like in and around, like in Carver County. Oh. I don't know, it's somewhere around there. And so they uh, they did that and now they, yeah, I think it was a one one night. Tonight there are thunderstorms. Oh, but they, gotcha. they, okay. they had day activities, so... You ever camp out in your backyard? Well, I've never done that. I've never put a tent out in the backyard, but we have said that once <laughs> once we get grass, and now we have to wait the three weeks for the grass to take root, and then once we do our first mow, Donna, we'll, uh-huh. uh, we'll do a, a tent night in the backyard. Nice. But we have, like, coyotes around here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they don't want it. They're not going to come and bug you. Except the one. It's always the one. It's always the one. Like it's the always bear. the one. Yeah. The bear. It's like you watch an episode of A Current Affair or Hard Copy, and then they say, experts say this generally never happens. The bear generally never goes into a crowded house. The bear. The bear. Hey, we we should let people know that coming up at 1130 today, like every Friday, Mm. uh, I believe, 
We are scheduled for a little drunk Donna Stoner Steve. This is where uh, we play back at half speed some of the dumbest things that we've talked about this week. And it makes us sound inebriated and very stupid. Rocco puts these together. We don't know what's coming. We all get to listen and enjoy that together. So that's at 1130 today. I can't wait. You want to um, maybe go get a snack? <laughs> you know, I'm going to blow dry my hair. You are really? I'll see if I can blow dry my hair during this break. Okay, you blow dry your hair. Okay. <laughs> We're going to come back. We're going to get tipsy. Um, Steve's going to give us it, well, uh, some it, help it, on our mental decline. Yes, if you feel like you want to fend off mental decline, there's a certain sort of job that you should have. You might already have it. Ooh, and I'm going to tell you how to host a party during a pandemic. Okay. All coming up next on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning, and welcome back to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Got to give a shout out to Jody listening in Austin, Texas. Happy to have you, girl. Thank you so much. And also, we've got a regular uh, listener named Carrie. She's celebrating her 10th anniversary today, Steve. Oh, happy anniversary. Yes, she, uh, Derek wanted to wish her a happy birthday or oh. a happy anniversary. Awesome. I know. Thanks you for the... to get her a gift, Derek. Yeah, Derek. Can't just Don't be honey, that... I got you a My Talk shout out. Yeah. Mm-mm. Doesn't count. Also, we were corrected. Uh, it's not Prescott, Arizona, which happens to have a volcano in the city limits. We learned that in things that make you go, huh, earlier. It is Prescott. Oh, Prescott. Pre- pronounce it Prescott. Okay. Arizona. It's one of those regional things, you know, like Houston Street in New York instead no. of Houston Street. They call it Houston. It's Houston. I knew a guy named Michael Houston, and I was like, eh, Did he spell it the it? same way? He spelled it as Houston. Yeah, Houston Street. Okay. Okay. Are we good? I think so. All right. Time for a tip. Yeah. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Rather do, do, ding, dang, do. Why Zeta? Why Zeta? Why Zeta? Not Why Zeta? Not Why Zeta. Why Zeta? There you go. Why Zeta? How long do you think this can go on for? I could do it till probably eleven oh four without a commercial break. Um, I have tips for hosting a party during a pandemic. Can I go okay. first? Okay, you you go first. Okay. My first uh, piece of advice is don't. Okay, all right. The end. That's the safest way to do it. Okay, but if you right. have to, it's it's not a great idea due to the pandemic, but if you're determined to throw one, these are five tips on how to do it as safely as possible, okay? Okay. Obviously, hold it outdoors. There's that a lot of good. evidence that suggests the virus is more contagious when we're packed indoors. So mm. if you're going to have people over, backyard it, do mm. it in the driveway, Mm, yeah. Number two, don't That's do a good. buffet. It's oh, going to take a little more work. Yeah. Single serving meals are better than buffet styled food. Like you could do, I was at a graduation recently where they did boxed lunches. So oh, do sandwiches and individual bags of chips, you know, and maybe put saran wrap around them. And then um, don't do chips and dip in a communal bowl. That's not a good idea. Um, You want to serve individual drinks like cans of pop and beer and bottled water versus a vat of punch. Okay. And it's also less likely that people will mix up their drinks if they're not all in cups that look the same. Punch. I love 
punch. Yeah, but think about that. You take the little glasses with the the little handle and you... Oh, no, there's a ladle, right? There's a ladle. Yeah. There's a ladle. There's and a ladle. There's a ladle. What, you can't have a ladle? I love... When there was punch at a party as I was a kid growing up, it was so exciting. I would go back and get so much punch. What's the typical punch recipe? There's like seven up in there, right? I think so. And fruit. And fruit. I feel like my mom made a really good punch. Do you have a, a, a punch bowl? I got no. that for my friend for her wedding. She wanted you know, a good old-fashioned punch bowl. I guess you could... It's Do people still do punch? I don't know the answer to that. I oh, uh, look, I'm looking at a picture of tangy party punch, which is when they had like sorbet at the top. Oh, yeah. Or sherbet. Herbert. Herbert. Sherbert. <laughs> uh, anything for dessert? Sammy? Sherbert. 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 Uh, yeah, that looks amazing. Uh, yeah. Okay, so um, you don't want to do any of that, okay? Also, okay. you got to keep those desserts simple. You can't, don't do a cake. Yeah. You right. got to do cookies, cupcakes. <sighs> and finally, you got to have pee pee. <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> no, don't. Uh, you got to have pee pee on hand. And Personal sanitizer. protective equipment. Correct. Not you got to have pee-pee to come to the party. That's a sausage party. Hey, paper. <laughs> um, you got to have hand sanitizer set out. You got to have some extra disposable face masks <laughs> in case anybody needs them. Hey, bro. Sorbet. What do you got? Those are my tips. Don't I, I say don't have a party. I mean, if you're going to, I would even suggest, this is just coming from D-Val here, your friend. Oh, yeah. I would suggest putting chalk, like maybe doing something in your driveway and having chalk showing where six feet is, you know, lines or X's that say this is six feet from there. This is six feet from there. I have a big driveway, so I could do that. Oh, where she goes with the not so humble brag. How big is it? My driveway is so big. It's very big. It's very big. It's very big. It's a big driveway. Uh, well, it, no one's going to do that. I, you know, adults, don't we kind of have it down no, now? No, don't we do have social no distancing? Do it. No, no adults at a party are going to do the chalk thing. I try doing that for my kids. No adults. Adults, we're starting to get it. We're starting to understand what six feet feels like. I don't like. know. Sometimes I have somebody right on top of me, and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> I have not checked out yet. Get off. Sorry. Oh, oh, you're still continuing the uh, the scene. Yes. So we're, you know, in a checkout lane and I'm still standing there at the credit card machine. You can back it up, lady. Yeah, I know. How long? How long are places going to have these plexiglass things at checkout? I think for a very long time. I'm just so curious about the end date of all of these things. I'll because tell you the what, vaccine... they're making bank right now. If you want to invest in something right now, do it in plexiglass companies. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, continue. I just like, will it be when the vaccine comes out? I don't know because some people aren't feeling good. The 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 I read a study that said seventy percent of the people said that they would be getting the vaccine, but that was a couple months ago, and now that number dropped to like forty two percent. Okay, here. I... And then if we don't get the vaccine, now I get it. Some people are saying it's a rush vaccine. It might not be the right vaccine. Nah, but then if we don't get the vaccine, it. then we're just going to be hanging around in this crappy way of living for a very long time. But listen, not everybody's getting a flu shot every year, which mm-hmm. is supposed to vaccinate you against the flu, right? Yeah. 
is everybody going to opt to have the coronavirus? What will be the day that Fauci gets up Fauci. and says, all right, no more social distancing. We did it. You can now no longer social distance. Like, honest, honestly, I get a little stressed out when I think about it, but will it be in one year? Will it be next spring? Will it be in two years? That's... Because here, here's my question. Elizabeth and I were talking about this the other day. I forget if it was on air or off air um, from Unchained Cities Live. If you could get rid of one part of the pandemic, taking away the disease itself, I'm talking about how it has impacted the way that we live. What would you take away? So Elizabeth said masks. Everybody hates wearing masks. Absolutely. She was like, I would just get rid of them. I said social distancing. I would take away the masks before social distancing. Okay. I don't. Th- I think social distancing is always going to be something that maybe we do. They're going to tell us to do it forever to some degree. Not meaning with like your friends and whatnot, but with strangers. I think I'm always going to be a little more careful, knowing that there's danger lurking. Well, here here's the the threshold. The question that I ask: When? What date? Will they have Elizabeth and I sit next to each other again at the host chat table um, or, a, or a broader perspective like shows like Kelly and Ryan where they share the table, sit arm to arm virtually? When will that return? In a year? I bet when there's more testing available and then people will get tested regularly. Okay. I don't know, Steve. Get I don't off know my either. back, man. If you want to fight dementia, get a boring desk job. Okay, thank you. How about that? Isn't that interesting? That's a great tip. This is a study out of the University of Cambridge in England. I don't think it should be boring, though. I think well, they said office workers did three times better on cognitive tests as they got older than people in more physical jobs. It doesn't have to be boring, per se. But, you know, the, the old desk job, the nine to five, it's more mentally challenging than a physical job, and so it helps protect your brain from declining. Hmm. I don't know how people do that all day. I really don't. Like an accountant? I have never, right, never in my life ever had a nine-to-five desk job. Never. Yeah. Well, you know, for what it's worth, there are people listening who think, I don't know how Donna does it. I would, how do you f- come up with something to save for three hours? That's true. You know, That's we're right. all a little different. We sure are, We're Steve. a little different. Oh, man. If I were there right now, I'd give you a big old hug. No, thank you. Um, I watched a documentary on Netflix what? that just came out. Oh. It's very off the beaten path. I'm listening. And I think you actually might enjoy it. It's a sweet story. Whether it's Fred Meyer, Simple Truth Turkey, or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Fred Meyer has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone.